Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 132. Today we're gonna to talk about tips for a frugal holiday season. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about tips for a frugal holiday season. So I have a, I have a few different um, tips, but I think most of this episode centers around traditions because I think that that's sometimes um, where you can wind up building yourself to have to have this really expensive holiday season. And I think that it's important to try to um, not create those traditions that are super expensive and put yourself in a situation where you feel like if you can't do those in a given year that you're breaking a tradition. Like for example, um, me and my kids, well my family, um, we used to take the kids to um, this place for Christmas every year and we would go out there, we would visit this, um, it was like a Christmas attraction, and we'd stay overnight, and it was like a whole like little vacation thing every year. And then one year, we just couldn't afford to do it. And it was like, but we do that every year, why can't we go, it's not fair, we always go, it's a tradition. And uh, I felt really bad about not being able to take them that year. So that's what kind of made me think, as far as um, frugal holiday tips, that I think probably one of the most important areas is um, in the traditions that you create. So that's what I kind of focused most of the episode on um, because I think that those are the things that we spend money on. It's the traditions, it's the things we do every year. So, um, you know, that, that's kind of like the first tip that I want to talk about is trying to create inexpensive traditions because there is nothing wrong um, with spending money on extra special holiday events or doing a, a trip like I just talked about or things like that. Um, but if you make it that it's always the same type of thing and it's always every year, it does often turn into tradition. So just kind of keep that in mind as you're um, creating traditions or starting new traditions. Um, some of you might have um, not have kids or have older kids or grown, adult, you know, whatever. Um, but even as you do things you can change like for example um, our kids are older ish they're teenagers they're like older teenagers and um, when they were little we used to overspend for Christmas like so so much um, definitely more than we should have been spending but I always had this idea in my head that I wanted them to wake up and come out on Christmas and just see this like massive amount of gifts and this whole magical experience and I kind of um, wish that I had scaled that back when they were younger because I feel like it taught them that Christmas just had to be this like massive amount of things to get and um, now I'm trying to teach them like no it's not just about gifts it's about you know spending time with the family and 
um, just having these nice times and doing these nice things that we do. And it's like, no, it's not just about like buying all this junk because that's what most of it was too. It was just like all this plastic junk when they were little. And then, um, you know, now that they're older, um, I really try and have them think about what they really want for Christmas. And we've definitely scaled back on those massive amounts of, of gifts. I mean, I still love to give them things and, um, you know, whatever we can give, but it's, it's not like the focus of the holiday season. We try to build in lots of fun um, things we do and traditions, and it's not just so focused around like all these crazy amounts of gifts that they tear open and then go run off within like probably 15 minutes. And then all this stuff is just kind of left behind. But anyway, sorry, I kind of went off there. I wanted to talk about some inexpensive traditions. So um, if so, I, I found some really good ideas, and some of these we actually do. Um, but there's there's so many different ideas that you can create for traditions that you, that your family will look forward to, um, whether you have kids or not. These are all fun things that people can can um, do for the holidays that don't cost a lot of money. So one of them that we always do, and I think lots of families do, is having like a, a cookie baking day. Um, so we actually do like tons of cookies and then we'll, we'll keep some, um, for ourselves. And then some of them will be to give away for, um, frugal little gifts. Um, we bought like cute little cookie bags with a little bow. So after the cookies are done, we can create like little gift bags and then we can have them to use for different, um, people that we want to give like a nice little recognition gift to. And cookies freeze really well, um, just so you know, at least most cookies. I'm sure there's some with certain types of ingredients maybe that wouldn't freeze well, but like your standard like chocolate chip cookies or snickerdoodles or things like that, um, they freeze really well. So if you do make a lot and you don't wind up um, needing to give all of them away, you can um, freeze some in like a Ziploc baggie. And then maybe if you wind up getting invited to like a last minute get together or something like that, you'll have them on hand and you could put them on a nice little tray and bring them to a party or something like that. Um, one idea with like having a baking day, at, you know, making it like a tradition is maybe on that night you plan to order out pizza at the end of the day or something like that. You know, you bake cookies all day and then maybe you order in pizza because um, you're going to be baking all day. You're probably not going to want to cook dinner after all that work in the kitchen. Um, or you can, if you don't want to order out, if you don't want to make ordering out a tradition, um, you can also maybe just have like a favorite meal that you cook in the crock pot. So that you get the crock pot set up in the morning, you get that going, you bake your cookies all day, and then at the end of the day, the meal in the crock pot's done, and then you could just like relax for the rest of the evening. So a cookie baking day, that's a super um, inexpensive depending on the cookies you make. I mean, if you're making like super expensive, um, different type um, cookies with these unusual ingredients and things, then maybe that could get more expensive. But if you're just doing like your typical chocolate chip cookies, um, sugar cookies, you know, and you basically, for the most part, it's just sugar, flour, and butter, um, it really shouldn't be too expensive to do like a cookie baking day. Um, I mean, another thing, too, is you could do, like, a bread baking day. Sometimes people will do, like, pumpkin breads or banana breads or things like that. Um, I've never done that, but I know that definitely people do those and give those as gifts. So that's another idea, too, for a baking day. It doesn't have to be cookies, but you want to keep the um, whatever it is you're baking on the inexpensive side. 
Um, this is something we always do, and it's definitely an inexpensive tradition. Uh, we have a night every single year where we drive around the neighborhood to look at all the light displays. So um, we go to Wawa, which um, by us, it's just like the major convenience store. Um, we take the kids to Wawa. We get them hot chocolate. Um, again, even as teenagers, we do this every year. Um, they get hot chocolate, and then we just drive around the neighborhood, and we look at everybody's light displays, and it's just really fun. We'll play Christmas music in the car, and it's a nice tradition, and they look forward to it. They ask, you know, when are we going to see Christmas lights, and it's just something that's, that's fun and nice to do. Um, another idea was to just plan a family holiday movie night. So maybe um, you go to the store and get everyone's favorite snacks and drinks. Um, everyone can get into their pajamas and watch Christmas movies. Or if there's like a certain movie that your whole family loves, maybe you have like a favorite um, holiday movie that everybody likes to watch, you can even make part of the tradition being that you watch that movie on that night. But the thing is when you... When you um, make these things a tradition, or when you're trying to build them into a tradition, you just need to make sure that you plan a definite day um, to do that. Because it can definitely be disappointing um, for your family if you say, um, you know, oh, every year we're going to do this, and then you just let time slip away like it does with, with during the holidays, and then it doesn't actually happen. So, like, make sure you look at your calendar and say, okay, on this night, this Friday, we're going to do family movie night. You really want to try and put it on your calendar to keep with the tradition of making sure that you actually do it. Um, another thing uh, in an expensive tradition, this is something that we do, um, is purchase a gift for charity. So this is, we do not purchase an expensive gift. We have a $15 budget, um, but we purchase a gift, a toy, uh, for Toys for Tots every year. Um, and it's really fun because while we're out Christmas shopping, we have this $15 that we can spend on a toy or, or a, a stuffed animal or something like that. So while we're out, we're kind of always on the lookout for this toy or this, you know, uh, stuffed animal or whatever we wind up getting. And um, it's really fun because, like, we found this really cute um, Minnie Mouse stuffed animal. It was like a Christmas Minnie Mouse at, at um, TJ Maxx this year. And it was so cute and so soft and squishy, and we were, like, so excited. We're like, we have to get this for Toys for Tots. So um, we picked it up, and then it turned out that Five Below was act actually collecting for Toys for Tots, which was our next stop. Um, so we just we bought it. We went right over to Five Below, dropped it off, and um, it's just really nice. And it's not expensive, but it's part of what we do every year. And then one other thing... Um, that I thought of that my kids really like, which is fun for adults or kids or whatever. It doesn't have to be for kids um, if you don't have kids. Um, is to purchase an advent calendar because they have um, they have all different kinds. Like I saw ones with tea where you have like a special tea every day. Um, for for my kids, we just do like the inexpensive ones that you can get at like Michaels or Walgreens or Walmart or whatever. It's just like the you know uh, like the cardboard box type thing and you just pull open a little door each day that has the date on it and you pull out a little piece of chocolate um, and they look forward to those again even as being teenagers it's something that every year they get the calendar they do the countdown and um, it's really fun so those are just some ideas there's many different things you can do I know if you look online I'm sure you can find um, some fun and expensive traditions but 
the thing is is that you're focusing on doing things that are fun and not necessarily expensive and it just makes it less stressful because you don't have to worry about having the money set aside for these things and um, pretty much all of these are all centered around spending time with your family so it's just really nice to um, try and create those traditions if you haven't already or if you want to add more Another tip with um, trying to have a frugal holiday season is definitely to make sure you have a budget. I did do a separate episode uh, two weeks ago on uh, that goes into a lot more detail of creating your holiday budget, but um, I just wanted to point out as part of a frugal holiday season episode here that um, it's definitely important to have a budget for the holiday season because there are so many things. Well, first of all, you need a budget for your gift purchases either way. You you should have a budget for your gift purchases so that you know what you're going to spend on different individuals on your list. But there's so many more expenses that happen at this time of year besides just the specific gift giving. So if you're interested in that, um, you can listen to that separate episode. I really go into detail on the different types of things you want to think through, um, you know, on creating your holiday budget that you might not necessarily be be thinking about. So then another tip related to the budget is um, tracking your spending. So, and uh, you know, that is probably, that's like so so important. Even if you don't have an actual budget, which I definitely think you should have, but if for whatever reason you just choose you don't want to budget um, you just feel like you have plenty of money set aside for what you need to spend you probably still really should at least be tracking because when you're not tracking your spending it's very easy to let it get to be much more than you think it was um, it builds up you forget how much you've spent you might overbuy. you might buy something um, for someone that you already bought for Um, and money definitely adds up quick and when you're not tracking it it's it can get out of hand Um, and and it is it's just hard to you just can't remember all that in your head I mean when we come back from a shopping trip I literally sit down with the receipts and the bags next to me and I immediately go into the computer and log everything and even at that time when we just got back from shopping it's still hard to remember what some of the things are, especially if you did like a shopping day where you went to several different stores and bought for a bunch of different people, it's really hard to remember. I mean, I'll have the receipt in my hand and think, what was that? And we just bought it like an hour ago and I'll go through the bag. Um, like we bought um, at Kohl's uh, the other day, one of the things we bought while we were there was a little box of um, t- uh, dog toys for my dogs for Christmas. And um, they had them categorized weird as like storage and organization or whatever. I guess that was just like the department that they were in. But I went through the whole list and there wasn't that many things on the list. Um, But I looked at the price and I could not remember what we could have possibly bought that was this price. And I I said, okay, we got this, we got that, we got that. And everything else was matching up. I totally forgot we bought those those toys for the dogs until I was going back through the bags. And then I saw them and I was like, oh, that must be what it was. So it really truly is easy to forget what you've purchased once a little bit of time goes by. So I definitely think it's important to track your spending in any case, but definitely in the holidays too. And then, you know, just remember, try not to go overboard. It's, it's, so, um, it's so easy to want to 
um, get sucked into all, well, you don't want to get sucked into these things, but it's, it's very easy to get sucked into all these marketing strategies that the stores are pushing at this time of year. And you want to get nice things for your friends and family. So it's really easy to just say, oh, well, maybe just this year I'll get a few extra things or, you know, just um, really kind of going overboard and, and overbuying um, sometimes over and above what you, what you have available. You don't want to do that. You don't want to stress yourself out to buy other people gifts. Nobody is going to be upset because you didn't get them, because you didn't spend more money on them. It's about buying a thoughtful gift and it's not about buying expensive and tons of excess. So just really try and keep that in mind and don't let yourself go overboard because you don't want to regret after the holidays are over that you spent a lot more money than you had available to spend. Um, Also, another tip is to limit how many people you purchase gifts for. And what I mean by that is not not your immediate, not your family. I mean, you want to purchase for everybody in your family that you would like to purchase for. Um, you know, how, regardless of how far extended out that goes, I think it's fine um, if you can afford it to purchase for your family and your friends, the close friends. But what I mean by limiting how many people you purchase gifts for is that different people that you come in contact with, maybe, um, like for example, we have uh, horses and we board them at a barn. So there's a lot of barn workers there. And at one point I was trying to get gift cards for all the barn workers and that I couldn't tell like, who they all were and people would change and and I didn't want to miss anybody and it got really stressful because I didn't even know like exactly who all the people were because people come and go during the day and you know you're not always there um, so we just decided you know what for that group of people we're gonna bake cookies and make a bunch of nice little cookie bags and bring them to the barn with a note that says like, thank you for all your work and you know, put a little thing that it's from us and put out a whole bunch of little cookie bags and anyone who wants one can take one and either way, if they decide to take one or not, they still saw the gesture of appreciation. It's not an expensive gift and it just, it's, a, it's just a nice way to show um, that you're thinking of them but you don't necessarily have to spend a ton of money or go crazy buying specific gifts for everybody. So that's kind of what I mean. Like just kind of think about um, who's getting added to your list and don't just keep adding um, so much that it's going to make it stressful to you to try and get all of these people gifts. Try and just keep it simple. And then this is just another like little random tip, but um, I saw it online and I thought about it because it's something that we actually definitely do. Um, but the tip related to having a frugal holiday season was to use up your holiday leftovers. So, you know, on the holidays, we often make way more food than we can actually eat during the holidays. Um, so just make sure to use up your leftovers because you don't want to waste all that money that you spent on the food. If you have too much food that you can eat in a reasonable amount of time, then try and freeze whatever you can um, that you can, you know, freeze and use at a a later date and then focus on using up the rest, um, you know, as soon as you can. But why I kind of found this funny was about using up your holiday leftovers is because we actually did this um, for Thanksgiving. My daughters asked that I made like so many different um, side dishes. It was crazy. I think I might have made like, I don't even know, like eight different side dishes or something like that. They just wanted all these different things. But it was really fun. I cooked all day. We started cooking the day before. Um, We had lots of different stuff, but we had so much in my fridge. 
So what we wound up doing was um, every day after Thanksgiving, well, the day after Thanksgiving, oh yeah, I did too, actually. I made a like a ribeye steak in the oven. So what we did was each day after Thanksgiving for a few days, I made a different main dish. Like I was just saying, I just, I did a ribeye steak. Like I did some type of main dish and that was it. Like just like a meat or whatever. And then every night with that meal, with that main dish, I'd pull out all the sides from Thanksgiving. And I didn't heat them up because I didn't want to like keep reheating all that food every single day because who knows what people were going to eat. Um, but what I did is I just pulled out all the sides and I laid them out on the counter and everyone could take their plate and take whatever sides they wanted and then reheat their plate in the microwave and then add the other, whatever it was, the main dish that I made to that plate. So everything got eaten up, nothing got wasted from Thanksgiving. And it just felt really good to like use everything up and know that we didn't waste money on all that food. And, um, you know, it was just it was just a good practice. So I, when I saw that as a tip, I was like, oh, my gosh, that's so funny because that's totally what we did. But it, it's true. If you don't if you don't make a point of it, um, you could definitely wind up wasting food around the holidays because there's definitely a lot of it. So that's all I have for today. Um, I hope that maybe um, this will help you a little bit in thinking through um, keeping your holiday season a little bit more frugal so that you can um, have more time just enjoying it and not worrying about having to spend so much money during the season. So um, if you'd like to reach out to me with any feedback or for any reason, you can reach me at facebook.com slash life. Just send me a message through Facebook Messenger. Um, you can also um, join our private listeners group, which is at facebook.com slash groups slash life. If you enjoy this show, please don't forget to subscribe. And if you could leave me a five-star rating on whatever uh, platform you listen, I would really appreciate it. It's supposed to really help with getting the show found by others. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day.